Welcome to the MFAMP podcast, where we talk about the strategies and the tactics that are necessary to achieve the best versions of ourselves. I am your host, Joe Peebles, and I am the motherfucking AMP. If you are a veteran and need someone to talk to, call the Veterans Crisis Line. Dial 988, then press 1. Help is just a phone call away. Okay, so what's up, everybody? Super excited to be back. It's been a while. Last episode I had, we had Jamie Villalobos on. We talked about being happy and strong. Talked about a couple things. She was pretty awesome. I'm super excited that she came and talked to me, super humbled. Man, what a great experience to have somebody uh, which with such a good track record in life. I mean, she was she was hitting nine nine figures before she was 30. Um, came from nothing before that. Ended up meeting some awesome people, meeting some awesome mentors, and she borrowed their belief in her and used that to leverage herself into a whole other level of happiness and strength. That's what she wrote about in her book. You should go pick it up. If you haven't, go check out Happy and Strong by Jamie Villalobos. It's on Amazon, and uh, it's a fantastic read. With that being said, uh, guys, it's been pretty crazy the last couple months. A couple days ago, I recorded a whole podcast, and I threw it in the trash because it was all shit, like usual. Um, Something that happens when you record podcasts and you listen to it so many times, uh, you kind of forget that it has to make sense to everybody because <laughs> you listen to it so many times it makes sense to you. Um, so anyways, I listened to the podcast like 30 times and I was like, this is amazing. And then I actually published it. So if anybody listened to it and I, I took it down right away because it really didn't make any sense. So if I confused the shit out of you for about 30 minutes on Saturday, I apologize. <laughs> um, and then <clears throat> Been having a lot of crazy stuff going on, but, uh, you know, life is crazy right now. I got, I don't know if you guys know, I got three kids married, got a business, got six people working for me, two contractors on that and two part-timers working. Um, and then we've got this podcast going we've got a whole media department growing. We've got shit just happening everywhere. We just started, uh, sponsoring a race car in the World Racing League, which is phenomenal. Pretty stoked out about that. Number nine, Alamante Motorsports. Um, This is our new logo. Freaking pretty excited about that. If you can't see it, sucks for you. Uh, We'll put it up online so you can take a look at it. (laughs) Uh, And we have a new new person on the show. We've got a co-host over here, Ryan. What's going Uh, on? Ryan is my brother-in-law, and uh, we've known each other for what? Hmm. 2004 is when I met your sister. So almost 20 years. Around was almost almost two decades. No, it wasn't 2004. It was two... Oh, I met her in 2004. Holy shit. I met her in 2004. I'm getting old. Um, <laughs> anyways. <laughs> uh, you so, and yeah. me both. Yeah, welcome to the show, man. Glad to have you here. Looking forward to it, man. He is here primarily to keep me honed in. If you listen to the last season and maybe even the last podcast, I was kind of, I kind of go off on tangents. I don't know if you know that yet. Uh, if you haven't listened to this podcast, then you don't know that. But if you do and you, you know, you dealt with my long winded conversation, I greatly appreciate it. And if for some reason you like it, it's going to get shorter. 
hopefully, or maybe maybe a little more focused, hopefully. That's why I brought in Ryan. I need somebody to kind of rein me in from my ridiculous rants about nonsense, <laughs> uh, right? <laughs> so, yeah, that's it. This is Ryan. Got anything to say? You cool? Just looking forward to it, man. I can't wait to get started. All right. So uh, now the introductions are done. You guys kind of know what's going on in my life. <laughs> I guess, uh, Ryan, what you got, man? What are we going to talk about today? Uh, well, in your intro when you were talking about Jamie, you um, had mentioned something about the conversation with her and how it humbled you. Um, we, When you hired me, you gave me a lot about the core values of your company that you're building things around. Um, and I know humility is is one of those topics. Um, I was figuring that maybe we could start right around there. See, we uh, talk on that top that subject topic a little bit. Okay. All right. All right. Well, let's start out with core values. We'll start out with that. And like, then, what are core values? Right. You know what? What do we? Where do we get our core values from? What? What? What is a core value? What does that even mean? I just feel like it's what drives you. It's what it's what it's what gives you purpose and reason to do something. Right? To do anything. If your core values are good, noble, then that's inevitably what you'll become, right? And if your if your core if your core is a negative hellhole, you're going to be raising hell all your life, right? Uh, and I think that if you sit down and think about what is it that makes me move? What makes me get up and go to work? Or get up and go try to try to make some money or try to make a little more money? Not just that that oh I've never been that guy to like just do the bare minimum unless I was doing stuff for my parents when I was a kid, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I relate. Or, you know, uh I don't know. You know, it's just growing up shit. Even now, I mean, dude, when I do shit at the house, I hate it. So uh, but I'm trying to be better at that, right? I need to be if my one of my core values is take initiative and be humble and and do all this stuff like I don't know. Let me let me pull them up. Hold on. Let me see. <laughs> if one of my I mean I'll take initiative at home by calling somebody to come fix some shit at the house because I don't like working on shit at the house I will take initiative by going and making money enough to call somebody to come over and because I'm I really don't like it you know that so, is a solution <laughs> so that's one of my core <laughs> values anyways is take initiative but <laughs> that's kind of a joke right but <laughs> literally on the on the on the core values it's just what moves me um. Yeah, that's. Do you have like, I don't know. Do you have any questions on, on core values or, or, anything like that? Maybe just move into. Yeah, I thought we would just move into straight into to, humility. Into humility, okay. That, you know, but all right, it's one that we decided we we're gonna hone in on today. Okay. All right. So. Yeah. Like, so we can start that off with. Easily, like, what is humility to you? What is, you know, right what is being humble? Yeah. Okay. At the very, at the very, 
layman's term or the very bottom of the barrel, just like this is what humility is. What what is that to you? Uh, so yeah, we got at the at the baseline of humility is to always be learning. That's the the top of it is to realize that I still have something to learn, no matter what. Um, no matter how long I've been doing whatever, man, I'm still learning shit every day. And I'm still learning that I suck at a lot of fucking shit. <laughs> you know? Like, oh, I'm oh, really... Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of fucking annoying, in all honesty, how much I suck at shit. Because I'm a really good mechanic. Like, dude, top notch. I'm a phenomenal mechanic. There's... And that's not that's not like me being cocky. That's just honest. Like I'm a pretty damn good mechanic, dude. I can troubleshoot whatever you got, not a problem. And then I can't do accounting to save my life. I can't close an invoice. I can't create a PDF spreadsheet, you know, or an Excel spreadsheet. I suck at all of it, and that's all the shit I do now. And so I have to realize and be humble enough to say, you know, fuck, dude, I still suck at a lot of shit. And just because I'm amazing and phenomenal at one thing doesn't mean that it, it moves over to every other aspect of my life. You know, I'm still a father. I'm learning how to be a father. And that takes a lot of humility because you got to sit back and remember, I was a dumbass kid too when I was a kid, you know, and stuff like that. And not only that, dude, it's just, you know, uh, watching your kids grow up and seeing where they're at and you're just wishing that they could learn stuff before you did and you have to humble yourself and realize, hey, dude, <laughs> it's a kid. Their brain's not developed yet. They don't care what you think. You know, be humble enough to to understand that myself and not getting all crazy upset because they're not understanding what I'm saying. Stuff like that, you know. Um, Patience is very important to humility also. Yeah, they go hand in hand, right? <laughs> and patience sucks, man. Time, time, time is always part of the equation. And if you don't have patience and you cannot wait for the time to come for you to move, then you will never make it, you know? Um, anyways, that's a different, I think, a different topic. Yeah. Now we're, we're going to go on podcast. a We're going to go on a trail right there. Bunny uh, trail. Yeah. So, just to always, always try to learn, you know, um, that's, that's the baseline there. What about, uh, like owning up to your fails? Uh, that's a huge one. Owning up to your fails, knowing that, I mean, that goes back to knowing that you suck at something. Right. But also dude, with humility comes a lot of courage. Humility builds not just that, you know, strength and stuff like that, but it builds courage because you have to admit that you suck at something and then have enough courage to stand up and do something about it. Right. Right. So I feel like admitting to your failure or owning up to your failure is like, I think we talked, yeah, we did talk about it is it's the beginning of progress in your life being able to sit back and analyze yourself, see what you do on a daily basis and say, you know what, maybe I need to cut this out of my life or maybe I need to do that. That is you being humble enough to realize this does not help me. 
I need to stop this so that I'm not doing it anymore. And that's where the progress begins because yeah. now, and then you got to take courage and actually do something about it. Right. Right. So then you got humility and then you got cowardice. They're not to be confused. Cowardice is when you don't do shit about it. Humility is accepting the fact and moving forward. So there's a big difference there. I think a lot of people feel like, oh, you could be. <clears throat> no, 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 I don't think I don't think people can think anything. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> we're gonna cut that part out. <laughs> no, we're gonna leave that in. This is why people listen to me because <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot. So going back, humility can. So what you're saying, though, from what I take away from that, humility can breed confidence. Then. Absolutely. Absolutely. Humility breeds confidence. Um, perfect example. We had some guys out in Charleston last week working on a Global 6000. I don't know if it was Global. It was a Global. Global Express or a Global 6000. One of those. Watch, they're going to call me. It was a Global 5000, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, so they were down there working on this aircraft, and that's an intimidating bird. Like that's a big bird. Have you you know what I'm talking about? I don't know. Okay. I, have, I I was on the uh, the G650. I've been on a Gulfstream. The Gulfstream 650. Okay. So a bigger one than that. Okay. And a nicer. Well, sorry, Gulfstream. A nicer one than that. <laughs> I'm a Gulfstream guy. Heart guys. Hey, uh, I, I really the, like. Side Bombardier. note: the Gulfstream I I was on was one that you bought. So I know he's got love for, for Gulfstream. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyways. These guys went to this aircraft, and dude, I've got a really good tech of mine. His name, hey, fuck it. So Blake went down there. All right, Blake went down. There. Sorry, I'm really weird about names. I don't want to like drop people's names if they don't want to be talked about. Right, but I'm sure Blake would be cool. <laughs> uh, yeah, Blake. So, Blake said he wants to come on the podcast, so it'll be fine. All right, so Blake and Osmar went down to Charleston to work on the Global. What was wrong with something with the engine? I need to go back through the, the books and actually read up on it, exactly what was wrong. But I know it was not an easy job. They had to swap some valves. And on the global, you had to open up a bypass panel on the inside. And it's really difficult to open it. And then secondly, it doesn't, like, come out. It, like, slides in. And, and then, it like, if you let go, it falls. So you've got to, like, really, like, be careful, place it somewhere. It's a really difficult job, and you're working in with your hands in a really tight spot. It's just they're not much move like you can't move a lot, and uh, it sucks, man. It's a really shitty job. Okay, I know for a fact that the guys didn't want to do the job because it is a shitty job. Not only is it a shitty job, but dude, it's deep inside an engine, so there's a lot of meticulous work that has to happen. You got to wear gloves because the oils on your hands can corrode the inside, right? You've got to not sweat. In 110 degrees outside. Okay. Oh, well, that's gotta, not... You can't drop sweat in there. That's not fun. You've got to bag off the area or try to keep contaminants from the air getting into it. You've got to try and keep humidity out of it. Like, there's a lot of stuff. Wow. That you got to... It's a terrifying job to do if you're in the field. Well, maybe not terrifying for all you other engine guys, but, dude, we don't do engine work like that all the time. And it's supposed to be done in a clean facility. You have engine repairs that you're allowed to do. Uh, in certain situations, but most of the time you want to do that type of work in a very, very, very clean f facility. So that being said, they didn't want to do it. 
but they did do it. They stayed. But I know, I know for a fact that if I was the tech on that job, I would have been struggling wanting to leave and not take that job because it's not an easy job and it's a big airplane. It's a, it's a, you know, it's a lot of responsibility on your shoulders to tear an engine apart, but then it turned into both engines even worse, (laughs) but it wasn't a problem on the other engine, but they had to swap parts. So now they had to open up that other engine that was completely fine. There was nothing wrong with it. Now they have to tear that apart to take good parts off of that, to put it on the other engine so they could test it to see if it's working or not. Right. They had to do that multiple times. So you're, you're not only messing with the bad one, which you've got to open that up. You've got to look in there and you've got to find the problem. But now you've got to open up a perfectly fine one and put it back together and hope to God you didn't fuck shit up. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Right. And be super meticulous about it. Everything that you do, everything's got a specific torque. Everything's got a specific lineup. There's no bullshit. Like you're fucking, when you're in there, you're in there. Yeah. There's no fucking, you got your blinders on, you're in there. You know, you're focused. So I know for a fact they didn't want to do it, but I tell you what, I saw Ozzy the other day. He walked into the office, and I'd never seen him walk so tall. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He came in. He's been good about he, Bro, about did you see him job. when he came in? Did you, no, were, I didn't You get weren't there him. that day. No, I wasn't. Fucking A, dude. He walked in, and that dude walked in, like, fucking proud. Nice. You know what I'm saying? And I could tell that that thing kicked his ass. And he was showing me the bruises on his legs from the cowling. <laughs> that and he was showing me the, <laughs> the scuts on his arms to tell me the story. And, you know, for a... For a seasoned tech man, that's 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 like a normal story. We we're all used to it. But for a new guy, dude, to see the excitement in their eyes that they did something badass, they tore it all apart, and uh, and even dude, even even Blake, bro, like Blake, Blake grew a ton out of that job because that job sucked. You know what I'm saying? Right. I talked to him. He seems even more confident. He's like, dude, we we. We killed that job. And that sucked. It was like, he's like, dude, I have not worked a job like that in a long time. And that job sucked ass, but he did it, dude. And they both came back. Not only did that, not only did, did, uh, did they work well together, but you know, I'm sure that, uh, they were able to realize, Hey dude, you know, when they realized this is just the way it is and we can do this, they fucking did it. You know what I'm saying? And they, they knew they could do it the whole time, but it's like, it's what I wanted to talk the about on the experience of doing it. Yeah. Yeah, man. So they, they, they were humble. They didn't pretend to know what the fuck they were doing. Okay. Which is something that we, at my company fucking strive to, to do. Like we try to make sure that we are completely transparent with everything. Um, they were, and that takes a ton of humility in all honesty to tell your customer, Hey, we don't really work on these jets much, but we've got like 75 years collective experience on aircraft between the three of us. I think we could figure it out. Right. You know what I'm saying? And so to build that trust with our customer, to let them know, hey, dude, we don't know everything, but we got phones and we can fucking call anybody on the planet. And damn near anybody on my phone can answer any fucking question I got about a fucking airplane, you know? And I'm sure that Blake is the same way. And Osmar's Rolodex is just growing. 
Rolodex for you people who don't know what that is for you kids. <laughs> a Rolodex is a thing that we used to use before cell phones that had everybody's How's phone numbers on it. Cards. it. Yeah, it was all business cards and it, <laughs> I can't even explain it. I'll put it up on the show notes so you can see what a Rolodex looks like if you don't know. Uh, it's ancient. It's like the 10, the 10 commandments tablet stone of, of uh, your contacts on your iPhone. That's all it is. <laughs> <laughs> etched in stone <laughs> oh man that's funny so yeah um I, I really think humility builds confidence and it shows in so many in so many different like stories dude there's so many different stories you can look at and that's just one from last week right you know um so yeah for sure I think humility is uh, definitely one of the core values that you need to become successful in life. And I'm not talking about business. I'm not talking about putting money in your pocket. I'm talking about just having a fucking easy, good life. You know, like, dude, just being humble, swallowing your pride a little bit, and... uh Sucking it up and owning up to it. Some sometimes uh, to kind of build on what you were saying is yeah. to swallow your pride a little bit. That sometimes even means like at times stop trying to win a conflict. Even yeah, um, you know, even if you even if you know you're right, you have to be able to know who you're talking. If it's not somebody that you're going to win that, just swallow that pride and say, okay, you know what, it's cool, it's cool. Yeah. <laughs> What is that? That reminded me of, uh, we just press down our feelings, squeeze them down deep inside. I don't know what that is. Uh, I forget what that was from. But uh, now, now, I know humility is a big enough topic for you. As we talked about earlier, uh, your first tattoo even is in relation to humility, is it not? I hate that I told you that. <laughs> hey man, for fuck's sake! It was you brought it okay. on yourself. I did. I told him right before this podcast, and I was like, "That's that's lame. Let's not talk about that." So, of so course, yeah, my of first course we're going to talk about it. Yeah, I should have mentioned. <laughs> yeah, my first tattoo. So I got it when I was in the army, and uh, how old was I? I think I was eighteen, nine, nineteen. 19 and a half, something like that. Man, and, that was a while ago. <laughs> shut up. <laughs> and uh, let's see. Yeah, man, I just thought it was a cool sta- statement. Uh, what does it say? It says humility before honor. Humility before honor. Which I just thought was cool. It's a, on a cross on some ribbons. Was it was it like in a book that you went to the tattoo shop and just picked out because you said, "Oh, that looks cool." No, the cross was. Yeah, the cross and the ribbons were. Well, no, I don't even know if the ribbons were on there. Uh, your sister said it was super ghetto, <laughs> but whatever. Uh, yeah, I I knew I wanted the words on it. Like as soon as I saw the cross, I was like, "That's the one." <laughs> now, where did you originally get the words? Is it something that you just kind of grew to? Uh, I don't know, man. I, I grew have up in a, has a moral of your life. I don't know what I'm like. How to say it? Yeah, that's like what made you choose those words. Mm, I don't know. 
I don't I didn't really think about all that shit back then. I think yeah. I think it was just something that's been ingrained in me since I was a kid. Mm-hmm. My parents are both missionaries and church and stuff like that, so we always had those type of teachings around. And maybe that was one that really stuck around. My dad's a super humble dude, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. He's not going to get up your face and confront you about shit. Uh, he'll just take it, you know, on the chin and keep rolling, you know? Um, unless you question his integrity, then he'll flip out on your ass. But he, he's, you know, for the most part, he was a super humble guy. Uh, had a lot of respect for him. So I think that's why that's one of my core values. In all honesty, I think that's where it started. Kind of. And, you know. I like, I think that's cool to hear that it stemmed down to your dad. Yeah. I like that. Hmm. It's a little interesting. Never really think about that shit, you know? Mm-hmm. So back to fucking childhood. Uh, I, man, that's that. It's what shapes us. It's what shapes us. It is weird though how that shit shapes us though. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's uh, that's humility in a nutshell for me. I really don't uh, know what else I can say about that. Um. So yeah, <laughs> humble. <laughs> Be humble. So we have to figure out how to end the show. Well, I'll tell you what. If you like the show, I would really appreciate a like and share. That would be awesome. If you could leave comments, that's how we get rated on these. So, you know, MFAMP podcast right here. You can find us on Instagram. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts, Buzzsprout, Spotify, wherever you listen. doesn't matter. So um, that's about it, man. I think uh, I think that's probably the most focused podcast I've done yet. Hey. Kind of stayed right on topic there. Moving along, we're, we're growing. <laughs> Hopefully, this ain't fucking recorded. That would be great. <laughs> Swear to God, it better be recorded. <laughs> All right, well, that was pretty good, man. I think uh, short and sweet. Call it that. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. <laughs>